Testing, is this better? Ah, ah, oh, oh. <laughs> ah, ah. Do you think, like, there are any actors out there who, like, famous ones who are, like, beloved, like Meryl Streep, um, Steve Harvey? <laughs> and I'm thinking about people on, on the, at that tier. Teresa Do you think... <laughs> Do you think they uh, do vocal warm-ups of, oh, oh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first it goes, ga-ga-ga, ka-ka-ka, da-da-da, ta-ta-ta, ba-ba-ba, pa-pa-pa, oh, oh. They gargle, they gargle like salt water for a while and go, oh, 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 <laughs> what'd you do this week what i do this week you know things are starting to wind down um wind down yeah the students rolled in these barrels and i popped one open and it was just a barrel full of pirate wine mm-hmm. and you said come on boys and i took my big goblet just filled her up. Let this. Let's get this grog. And I just, you know how like in pirate, any cartoon of the pirate, they always just chug wine or rum and it's just spilling <laughs> on their cheeks and on their beard, as though they have so much. Of it. <laughs> I love the idea that these men who have scurvy are just like deep throating their rum and wine. (laughs) (laughs) They're Billy and Mandy turkey legging goblets of wine. Now, do you think this came from just some creator's mind or do you think it was based on firsthand accounts? I think it was well researched. Ye old pirate deep throated the wine. <laughs> Deeper than any man I've ever seen on these seven seas. <laughs> Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. We didn't get done talking about our weeks. We barely even started. But we uh, can do that after. <laughs> This is the only net negative game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen and the other one uh, loses all of their money. <laughs> oh, one whole dollar. That's everything I've got. Uh, I'm your co-host, Wes, and this is your other co-host. That scurvy dog, Ethan. <laughs> that scurvy dog, deep throating a hot dog. Uh, the current score. Oh, oh. 
That's not going to be in the episode, but it should be. Uh, currently, the scores are Little Baby Westwee, 30.5, and Old Man Ethan, 27.25. Oh, no! It's not looking good for me! I'm sucking up your youth! <laughs> Have you ever heard? Oh. <laughs> have you ever heard an old person who says to a child, "I wish I had a straw and I could just suck up your youth"? Have you ever heard that? Um, no, but I also avoid the elderly <laughs> because I know they would try. I have heard that. <laughs> I know for the past two episodes, I, I've called out both the FBI and most police forces to come and take it. I'm not calling out the elderly. <laughs> To any adult who says to a child, I wish I could steal your energy. <laughs> Look at that child's face next time you sit <laughs> and think about what you've done. This is a person who most likely still leads a life with a lot of vivid imagination. They don't know you can't do that. I, I was going to say borderline pedophilia. It's not. But I would say that it's... It's not cool. Know. Yeah. It's it, not... But it's nope. it's more than that. We just really need to tell more It's a sin. I was going to say it's a sin. It's a sin. <laughs> to say, I'll suck your youth. With a straw. Uh... We are talking how Stella got her groove back, which I have been purposefully radio silent on mm -hmm. so and... that i can't know whether or not you actually watched it <laughs> i don't know when you watched it i assume today um and then after Wouldn't that it be crazy if this was the first time you just didn't fucking watch it <laughs> i feel like there were a couple times early on where we got like dangerously close to me just not watching the movies <laughs> oh very much there were days where i was like hey wes we're recording today right and you went oh shit i didn't watch it yet and i had to push back the recording by three hours um and then we have uh do the right thing maybe we'll see if ethan does the right thing for once i won't i'll get it all wrong and boost my audio volume I do try to boost you up. Like, dude, my audio no. is usually pretty quiet. And I the th the problem with your audio no, is I that totally the, understand. I uh I go too loud at times. Right. So you can't boost you you'd have to go through bits and pieces of my audio to individually boost it. I have to just, yeah. Or I could do an across the board boost and then have to drop down every single peak. Yeah. Which I do sometimes. But I'm also not thorough because this is not my full-time job and I am not paid for it. <laughs> Again, he's losing money, folks. Um, I'm losing money and time. I could, guys, I could be racking up cash at DoorDash, absolutely busting down walls at Uber, but I'm here for you. I could be racking up racks at, ribs. at a barbecue place or... Um, a bachelorette party. Mm -hmm. He's invited to a lot. <laughs> That's what you don't know about Wes. And it's all by mistake. Mm -hmm. 
His name is very close to Wendy Cock. <laughs> Wendy Cock. <laughs> One of the most common women names, Wendy Cock. <laughs> you know Wendy Cock? Hi, I'm Wendy. <laughs> Wendy Cock. My family name is Cock. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just leaving a message. Uh, you said I was gonna be able to come to your, your bachelorette party. <laughs> but I never party. got the invitation. You know, we're here with this guy Wesley. <laughs> this is starting to seem like a pattern. <laughs> but the the thing is, Wendy Cock is so popular <laughs> that she is a friend of the pod, but we haven't been able to get her on because I keep calling Wes. <laughs> You know, I know that I'm popular too, but you know, this this disrespect of not getting invited is starting to, you know, it's starting to mess with my ego, my self esteem. You know, uh, at, so- at some point soon, I might, <laughs> I might think Wendy Cock is a bad name. <laughs> it's been sullied. I gotta, cha- I gotta change my name. <laughs> uh, so let's bring the mood down a little bit and talk about how Stella got her groove back. Does it need uh, to? I won't get into it. Radio silence. It doesn't. It doesn't need to go down that far. But it's <laughs> look. We can talk about how Stella got your group back. Or we could do. We could riff another five six minutes on Wendy Cock. <laughs> or how I prefer to be called now, <laughs> Wendy Dickwad. <laughs> uh, much further away from Wesley Corpola. <laughs> So I asked you what you knew about this movie and why you hadn't seen How Stella Got Her Groove Back. You said you've heard of it, but you didn't see it because the opportunity did not present itself. Uh, Primarily because, uh, again, most of the movies you watch are marketed towards white people. (laughs) I thought you were just going to say trash. (laughs) Most Most of the movies you watch are trash. This is a proven fact. He's a simp for garbage. You sound like my fourth grader. <laughs> um, you did say Stella is a lady who's down on her lock and a string of bad things happen to her. She goes through a breakup. Her entire family dies. She loses her job. Her car gets towed. Uh, this movie was commercially viable due to a large white audience, and she's just trying to take her life back. I gave you one and a half points. That's pretty pretty much most of it. Yeah, I would say this is not for a widely white audience. I think this is... I think any middle-aged woman could get into this movie. Yes. But I think think it is is targeted more for black women. Yes. But this is a mom's movie. Yeah. Uh, And then more on that, uh, talking about uh, what Hallmark tropes this movie starts with being very much a mom's movie. Wes, uh, you said that a new person comes to town. She has a family member asking when she's going to settle down, and she's too focused on her job. Uh, was there anything I was missing? Um, she, I guess it starts with her at her work, and it mm-hmm. demonstrates how consumed she is by her job within mm-hmm. her family life. And there is several references very quickly to her ex-husband where she's like don't even get me started (laughs) yes (laughs) and there is a new person in town but she's that person yes 
But there is also a family member who's constantly asking her when she's going to settle down again. Are they a family member? I thought they were a friend. No. <laughs> no, those two are her sisters. Oh, they're sisters? Yeah. See, this is where I got confused because I'm like, okay, Whoopi Goldberg's her best friend, but we yes. see a lot more of these two other women who never interact with Whoopi. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I'm like, what? I couldn't figure out where the friend circles were or family. I I, I was kind of lost in that. Oh, it was confusing. <laughs> this movie is long, but does not tell you a lot of the little things that you probably need to go to keep moving forward. Um, I gave you three quarters of a point for this answer because uh, you didn't you didn't go for the divorce angle. Yeah, uh, you you went instead just for like a new person coming to town. So you were very close, but not one point close. Yeah, I assume she was unsullied, um, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, she has that sin with her for the rest of her life. Hey, but uh, that that kid not out of wedlock. Let's make that very clear. I don't know what you mean by that. I don't know what the joke is. Yes, he was, he was from their, her prior marriage. What's the joke? Yeah. You said unsullied. I just wanted to make sure that while she did have sex and have a child, it was in a religious marriage. Sorry, it's very funny. You, Ethan, you just... sex is a sin. No matter, <laughs> no matter when or where it happens. Why are you taking a picture? <laughs> I'll send that to you. Um, So the next question was, when Stella returns from vacation, Vanessa, her sister, gives her some good news and bad news. I don't know if you remember this answer. Um, I recall the scene vividly. It's like in her yard. Uh, Bad news is that car's damaged. Yes. Good news. You're not going to, you probably won't remember it, but she goes, what's the good news? And she goes, oh, I'm beautiful. That's always the good news. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> now now I know why I'm having trouble remembering it. Yeah. Oh, God. Regina King's so funny in this movie. <laughs> she should be in more of it. Just make me a gif already. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish I knew how. Uh, so you got zero points for that because you said the good news is that her sister was engaged and the bad news was she was engaged to Stella's ex. Uh, and then I gave you the last open-ended question. I'm curious to know your answer now, which is how does Stella get her groove back? Um, I I would have to say I think there's an argument that she doesn't. <laughs> But I think the <laughs> the argument that she does, which the, the title of the movie suggests she does get her groove back. <laughs> yes. I would have to say it's through finding love. It's finding someone that makes her feel wanted and attractive. Mm-hmm. And it's from... The personal growth that can only come from severe grief and drama. Trauma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said that she found better work-life balance, love, and security. Oh. 
you could you could, you could say, say all those things. <laughs> you could the thing is you can't not say those things those those moments do happen but it feels weird cuz they're not like the focus yeah i uh, would so I say though work point. okay i would say work life balance is a large part of it too yeah she, she pursues her dream even though the dreams mentioned once and then <laughs> Bye, sir. Like thirty <laughs> minutes later, we see <laughs> we see the renovated garage that she somehow missed. <laughs> My question is, how did Winston afford a new table saw? Oh, it's all her money. That's yeah, what I like assume. She spent her money. Oh, you spent my money on me. Uh, so for the open ended, you got two and three quarters of a point. Which okay. is better than normal. Yeah. Moving on to multiple choice, uh, you got one, two, three points total. First question, what is Stella's son? I don't remember Stella's son's name. Do you? Quincy. Quincy, that's it. I wrote it down and I just forgot it. There was ha- about halfway through this, a little under halfway through this movie, I was thinking, like, who's Quincy? I know the name Quincy. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> uh, so what does Quincy turn around to say before boarding the plane to go to his dad's house? I can't remember that part. He goes, I want you to have some fun while I'm gone. Uh, so you did get that correct. Okay. Now here's something that you can't possibly have forgotten. They mention it. Hundreds, maybe thousands of times within this movie. What's the age difference between Stella and Winston? (laughs) 20 years. (laughs) Which I will say, the age gap, I don't think is that big of an issue for a fling. Mm Mm-hmm. The fling part, I think if you're having a fling, age isn't much of an issue as long as it's legal and, and both consensual. parties are yeah, consenting <laughs> yeah. to it. But, I don't know. I'll get into it later. I'll get into it later. My Honestly, <laughs> my problem with the, the age difference is Stella at no point in the movie ever seems comfortable with it. Right. It's like Whoopi's character tells her, like, this guy seems to make you happy. Just go for it. Don't think about it so much. And I'm like, okay, it. I get it. But then once they do to get together, it the, the magic quickly disappears and evaporates. <laughs> yes. And it's not until... Uh, he makes her orgasm outside the shower that <laughs> it seems like the magic's back. <laughs> that fucking scene. Uh, yeah, so you got a point for that, and I gave you an additional point because you correctly guessed that Stella was 40 and gets a new young thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... You did not get correct what ruins Winston and Stella's first intimate scene together. It's oh, that it's he just weird cube. he just weirdly rubs an ice cube on her back. 
Yeah, that's the. I thought it was gonna be just kind of like a gag, but it was kind of drawn out, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to be taking away from this right now. The pacing of this movie <laughs> is. We'll talk about that later. Uh, I asked you what Winston wanted Stella to bring back to Jamaica. You said her son, because that would be like a nice, wholesome answer. That's not what he wants. I'm sorry, what? Uh, I got a notification that someone just liked our We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet page. What? Yeah. Guy named Dan. Welcome, Dan. Dan, if you're listening, welcome. We are so happy to have you. We caught you live. (laughs) Dan from Pennsylvania. (laughs) If you're a real person... Welcome. If you're not, also welcome. What was the uh, question? I asked you, what, uh, what does Winston want Stella to bring back to Jamaica? Oh, junk food. <laughs> yep. Ho-hos, Oreos, and there was a third thing. I can't remember. My brain's saying Cheetos, but that's just because I'm wearing a pin where Yoshi is eating Cheetos. Immediate red flag. <laughs> like oh this guy kind of might have ulterior motives Mm -hmm. uh and then what event immediately precedes stella's ex-husband saying i just came here to see how miserable you are you guessed that it was winston breaking up with stella it's not that it's winston meeting her family that is, yeah, that's immediately proceeding, but it wasn't one of my multiple choice options. Uh, the correct choice here was Stella's best friend's funeral. That was the reason he said that? No, it's not. Oh. But it's so fucking weird because they are in the car coming from that funeral to that house party. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I didn't. I assumed there was a time jump. I didn't realize it was uh, immediately (laughs) preceding the funeral. (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird that that happens. Yeah. (laughs) Because I was locked onto it and I could not let go of that moment. It's a weird thing for an ex to say. But I guess they seem to have a fairly (laughs) positive relationship, which also begs the question of, why is she so, like, over him? Yeah. I don't know. Also, like, they're close enough for him to come to their family's barbecue, and it's fine. Right, yeah. Makes you wonder who else he's fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to true or false. Uh, you got one, two, three more points. Uh, you did get correct that the first speaking white man in this movie was in Titanic. <laughs> yes. Oh, Captain, my captain. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's a bummer. You changed your answer. You were correct the first time. Yeah. Um. You did not get correct that Delilah has Whoopi Goldberg record her voicemail message. Because Whoopi Goldberg plays Delilah, but Delilah's phone message is, of course, Eartha Kitt. <laughs> this is Eartha Kitt. <laughs> Delilah is not here. Uh, I don't I remember that part. It's fine. It was one of the first things that happens in the movie. <laughs> uh, 
But you were excited because you wanted to watch this movie uh, with the possibility of Whoopi Goldberg even being mentioned. Little did you know she would be a full-fledged main character. Yeah, I was uh, I was happy. She was very funny in this. I love mm-hmm. the uh, penis material line. And Oh, uh, that was so... <laughs> I almost used that for my screenshot, but I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> you got to share. I loved the two gentlemen she was hanging out with in Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh... Stella and Winston pretend to be siblings to mess with a bartender. You said true. It was false. Yeah. She would break uh, up if Winston offered that idea. Yeah. Uh, and paranoid. then here, here's some fun stuff to talk about. This movie is based on a true story. I did tell you that, and you did say true. Wes, did you look up any of this after? I did not look up the production history, but I did see in the credits that it was based on a book. Mm-hmm. I assumed it was fictional, but is this true? <laughs> uh, no, the book is semi-autobiographical about the author, um, you know, meeting up with a man in Jamaica, later getting married to him in America. One thing that uh, this movie does not cover is that the character of Winston, uh, after getting married and getting his green card, does say that he used her to get out of Jamaica uh, comes out as gay and divorces her. Hmm. <laughs> really, really makes you. Th- <laughs> Is that fucking wild? <laughs> yeah, but it's also like, I kept thinking throughout the entire movie. I'm like, if this were real, he would definitely be just taking advantage of this woman to get into the United States. Like, there's no way he wouldn't have any ulterior motives. But I was just like, ah, oh, it's probably just fictional because it just seems like a erotic fantasy. Mm-hmm. But how fucked up is it, knowing that it is based on a true story and is as fucked up as you were thinking it was going to be the entire movie? I mean, it just makes sense. If this is based on a true story, <laughs> I would have assumed that... Uh, they got divorced at some point because it seemed like they were just trying way too hard to just make it work. A relationship that was never work. Like the <laughs> scenes, <laughs> the scenes of their relationship when they like reconcile and get back together are just having sex or buying a present. And it's like, it feels so temporary. Yeah. It just seems like they're two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl fish year after year. <laughs> Uh, and then moving on to the screenshot. Uh, Wes, do you remember the screenshot I sent you? Um, let me double check. This is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I think my video is glitching because I have Messenger shrunk so much on my screen. Ah. <laughs> uh. Hitmonly. Space Force is canceled. Venom 3 confirmed. I'm just scrolling through our messages over the past. Yeah, week. folks. Th- these are the things that we talk to, uh, uh, th- that we talk about when you're not here. Okay, this was a pretty good uh, physical comedy scene from Whoopi Goldberg. This is when they're on the beach. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they're warming up to go for a run, and Whoopi's go- putting the bare minimum in, and at, <laughs> I believe this specific moment is when uh, Stella has taken off in a jog, and Whoopi's mm-hmm. just, like, moving her arms and nothing else. Yep. She's just kind of bouncing back and forth. I think this is the part where she goes, I'm running, girl, I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> It just made she me, just so much of this movie just made me wish Whoopi Goldberg had her own rom com where she was the lead. Absolutely, even if present folks, day. Folks listening, if there is a Whoopi Goldberg rom com out there, please tell us about it. We want to watch it, and it has to be one where she's the lead. I don't, I don't want Ghost. I don't want, mm-hmm. I don't want to watch Stella again. Hint. hint. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so for this question, I did give you two points for identifying that it's sunrise on a beach, that it is a morning jog that is not going well and towards the end of the first act. Well, uh, you did you. say it was Stella, though. It's very much not Stella. Yeah, it's good old whoopee. And thank yeah. you for giving me some credit, even though I was oddly going back and forth on whether this was sun. sunset or sunrise as if that would give me (laughs) a boatload of points Mm -hmm. it gave you one full point (laughs) some might say that's too much but folks he was in an emotional distress when I asked him to clarify I've just been in this relationship with someone 20 years older than me it's it's rocky I keep playing video games with her son (laughs) Playing a single-player video game with two controllers. <laughs> did you watch it with this with Takara? Did you watch it by yourself? Watched it by myself. Uh, Seven a.m. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> what a movie Volume to start the day with. at eight because she was sleeping. Closed captions. <laughs> Eating my cereal. <laughs> now this is. Honestly, I do think this is a better weekend morning movie yeah. than weekday night movie. Right, yeah. Although I do... Um, early on, I was like, uh, maybe I should have watched this with Takara because I think this is a movie she might have liked. But by the end of it, I was like, mm. <laughs> So, speaking of, I just need to check, did you finish the movie without looking at your phone? I'm going to be honest with you, No. it is too hard you can't it cannot be done i was doing very well (laughs) i was halfway through the movie and i was like i i could do this (laughs) Uh uh-huh but it's been a pretty pleasant morning (laughs) and i just want to lay down and be on my phone Mm -hmm. and let me tell you as soon as that uh whoopies in the hospital scene happens after the initial shock of that reveal not really sure where the movie goes after that you know what i i wasn't shocked at all really by it really i i guess i was caught by surprise but not like too much because i just wasn't invested too much in whoopie's <laughs> character she was just comic relief and i'm like oh i guess she's dying i guess <laughs> The best parts of the movie are now done. <laughs> right. I think that was the moment where I had to come to terms with, oh, 
is this movie going to be fun anymore? <laughs> the answer, no. <laughs> but I think we're tipping our hats. a few quips here and there, but I think we we might be tipping our hats a little bit too much. But uh, let me get you your extra bonus questions. Number one, open ended. What are Stella's sisters' names? You did mention you did not know they were her Fuck. sisters. I was really hoping you would ask me what her son's name was. As a <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I believe it's Vanessa and Denise. I don't know. Yeah. Multiple choice. I just want to is... say, talking about names, though, Stella says Winston. Every single time she addresses him. <laughs> did you notice that? I didn't that? notice that. I did not notice that. <laughs> Every single time they start talking to each other, she either says, Winston, did you? Or blah, 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 Winston. <laughs> it's like most of the time when they're talking to each other, they're the only ones in the room or clearly the only ones that the other one that they would be talking to. So... <laughs> Which is very much why I asked you, is Winston just a figment of Stella's imagination? <laughs> because it seems so unreal, so un- like the, it do- the dialogue. It- and there's so many times early in the movie where you're looking back and you're like, oh yeah, Winston is the only person in the room. <laughs> like, she could be alone. Yeah, I guess it would have made the movie more fun. Mm-hmm. She it sure would have. Yeah. Uh, multiple choice. Who's that girl that joins Stella and her son in Jamaica? Oh, is it her niece or is it Quincy's girlfriend? I couldn't tell. All right. Well, let me go through the multiple choice options and you can pick. Okay. Is it A, just a girl from Jamaica? No. B, a girl from Quincy's school? C, Stella's younger sister's daughter? D, Stella's older sister's daughter. You can't do (laughs) Or E, Stella's niece with no disclosed connection other than that. I'm going to say E. (laughs) You got it. At first, when Quincy mentioned her, because he just mentioned her name, he's like, oh, can Mm -hmm. she come? And I forget what her name is. Because she's not a character, really. Um, <laughs> she d- contributes almost nothing to the plot of the movie. I was like, oh, is this Quincy's girlfriend? That's fun. That's cute. And then I was like, well, she's showing up a lot. At a family <laughs> like gatherings. Like, I think she's her niece. <laughs> Very close cousins. Yep. But she's just kind of around. She is there to acknowledge the fact that Winston is a real person and that he is attractive. Does she say anything about Winston? She does. She mentions specifically that he's attractive. Mm. I don't recall her saying having any lines other than just like, (laughs) as she runs (laughs) over to Winston. Marco Polo. You know how they play Marco Polo and they swim away from the guy, or <laughs> they play Marco Polo wrong in this movie and it sat with me weird. <laughs> uh, and then the final bonus true or false question, 
his real name is Winston Shakespeare. Yes, this is true. <laughs> it makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> but which and that name itself also made me believe that this was a fictional story. <laughs> yep. But uh no, it apparently is Winston Shakespeare and it doesn't make really any sense. Um, Did you clock it at the same moment when you see his ID and it says Winston Shakespeare? I can't recall if it was that. I do remember seeing his ID. Mm. Or if it was when we meet his parents and they never say anything. I forgot that we meet his parents! Oh, you forgot that incredibly awkward, uncomfortable scene. Because it seems like Stella and Winston also forgot about that scene. We never see them again for the rest of the movie. Uh, so, Wes, <laughs> let's talk about the movie in a, in a few more broad strokes. Um, but first, let's do a quick sync. Would you watch How Stella Got Her Groove Back again? I don't think I would. I would only rewatch it if someone else wanted to rewatch it, and it was like, oh, I owe them a movie night. I'm talking about Takara. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I don't see her saying she wants to see this movie, um, Mm -hmm. because she now knows kind of what it's about, and she also knows my feelings on it. So... (laughs) Uh, I don't see myself watching this movie again, but I, I would be open to it, I guess. <laughs> if, if you had to. Um, now, Wes, you mentioned your feelings on it. Did you want to go into that a little bit more? Or do you want me to say how if I would rewatch this movie as well? I want you to answer the question first. Would All you right. rewatch it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I think that the first act and then like part of the probably just the first half of this movie is a really fun rom-com mm-hmm. with a lot of really good jokes and physical comedy and the second half of the movie meanders so much that it belabors any pacing that was making the movie good in the first place right um i think i'll get more into my thoughts with this question of you know this the theme of the season is Wes and Ethan we have to do ask. better is this movie us doing better and I I would say no for the first time this season <laughs> I would have to agree uh, this feels like us sliding right back into mediocrity <laughs> we have watched other rom-coms uh, that I think we're primarily and mostly better than this. Yeah. It's true. Um, so I'm sorry we hate black love, but... Well, no, I think the thing is, not, I would give this... That. I wouldn't give this movie a not good rating. I would give it a fine. Mm-hmm. It goes with so many of other movies that will just be forgotten. Mm-hmm. Like, um... Uh, what's the one with the, uh... I know, I know what you're thinking of, but I can't think of the title either. It's the John Lithgow and, uh, Alfred Molina one. 
No, no, that is Love is Strange. I know that, that is one. <laughs> but it's it's in the same category. I was thinking of what's the one with Leo DiCaprio and the checks. Oh, Catch Me If You Can. Fuck oh. you. I still like that movie. <laughs> well, clearly I've forgotten it. <laughs> it just feels. I agree with you that the first half of this movie is fun. It plays with the idea of having a fling on vacation. Um, just wish it would have stayed there because <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many people want to see them a couple, a, a fling, and then try and work as a couple back in the main character's real life mm-hmm. and just watch them struggle to make their fantasy a reality. <laughs> it- I, I remember talking about this after watching it with Kira, uh, and I should also say this movie is a really bad nighttime watch because it gets so long at the end and you're like, I got to go to bed and do shit tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I assumed you would watch this at night, forgetting you watch all of our movies in the morning. But uh, Kira goes, I think I know the mo- I knew the movie wasn't going to hold up the second that Winston calls her house from <laughs> Jamaica. Yeah. I knew it wouldn't hold up as soon as she went home. <laughs> yeah. This movie starts off feeling very much like it's going to be a, I have a fling and my life is different because I can love myself and respect myself and I can go back to my life and, and feel good. Right. But, it's not that. No. <laughs> it's not even halfway th- through. It's a little under halfway that she returns <laughs> yep. to New York City. I remember she goes back to New York and I went, wow, this movie's over already? Yeah, I was like, oh, this is a quick, painless movie. And then I paused <laughs> to go to the bathroom. like, oh, there's still <laughs> 80 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a two-hour and 15-minute yeah, long movie. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to add? Oh, uh, and then just so that we don't end on a negative note, uh, apparently most of this cast is also in the rom-com Waiting to Exhale, which I've heard is very good. Hmm. All right. Well, maybe we can so, watch that at some point. Yeah. That one will just be for us, I think. Let's hear it for the boys. Whoopi's not in that one, though. Hmm. Let's give Dan a hand. <laughs> Thank you, Dan, for following us. Hope you listen. Thank you. I hope. <laughs> me too. We've had a couple of fake outs in the past of people following our show and not listening. Because they think we're a church group. We're not. <laughs> we're not a church group. I'm sorry. But we can if you want us <laughs> we to We can be. be. If it'll get us more listeners, we'll be a church group. All right. And then before we hit the halfway point and start talking about our next movie, Wes, I will... I will reveal your score. You received 12 and three quarters points. Nice. Okay. My best score so far. You're back on board. And to the audience at home, fuck. (laughs) I don't think I can beat that. (laughs) And the next movie is the one I feel most confident in. (laughs) Yep. A movie... Uh, that frankly, you know more about than I do. <laughs> All right. Well, on that happy note, uh, we're going to take a short break. Uh, 
I'm going to give Ethan a facelift, and we'll be back with Do the Right Thing. Again, you sound like, uh, what's his name from Howard the Duck, the villain? I only know him as Jeffrey Jones. I don't remember the character's name. The Destroyer, Mm -hmm. the Eater of Worlds. The Grand Wizard of the Galaxy. (laughs) When are... (laughs) When are the Guardians of the Galaxy going to go up against the Grand Wizards of the Galaxy? And Star-Lord's like, I don't know. I think they make some good points. (laughs) Look, we go to the same church. (laughs) I can't fight them. Ready to just jump that. back into it? Yeah, let's let's jump back in. I'm leisurely sliding back in. Do the right thing. And finish this episode. By doing the right thing. Talking about do the right thing. Talk about doing the right thing. We're talking do the right thing. And we're about to do the right thing and talk about do the right thing. Does this show suck? <laughs> <laughs> Open-ended questions. <laughs> Why haven't you seen it and what do you know about it? Uh, I haven't seen it because I haven't watched a lot of Spike Lee movies until now when we watch better movies. Um I had been planning on watching this movie since I started working at the museum because we have like a whole exhibit for it. So what I know about it is entirely from that exhibit. And did I go there on Monday and try to remember stuff for this episode? (laughs) I sure did. We are, however, now six days away from when I was last in that exhibit. (laughs) But I'll do my best. And Ethan's been diagnosed with dementia. I'm so old. You, I just wish I could suck your youth out with a straw. That's the prize for next season. You get that straw for two bucks on it. Youth suck a straw. Suck. Welcome back to Suck That Youth. Today we got little Tommy. <laughs> We're about to make one old baby. (laughs) So what do I know about Do the Right Thing? Graphically, this movie is known for the... (laughs) He's uh, reading verbatim. uh... (laughs) The, um, what are those uh, called? Those knuckle, that knuckle jewelry that says love and hate. Okay. Uh, But uh, plot wise, I know that we've got a character. His name's Radio Rahim. We're glad to have the actor back on the show. This is Eddie from the Sister Act. <laughs> yes. Can't remember the actor's name, and it's pissing me off, and I'm sorry. Uh, but Radio Rahim, uh, one of the most notable things about this movie is it is Spike Lee's take on police brutality at the time. Uh, Radio Rahim is killed, and I believe a lot of the movie follows... Um, the aftermath of that murder. Uh, but the weird thing is he's not even the main character, I think. There there are two other people 
that this follows, but I can't remember who they are. Okay. The soundtrack is primarily, I can't remember the name of the band. It's been six days. I'm sorry. (laughs) Fight the power. Row, row, fight the power. All right. Uh, Ethan, my next question is, is it hot today? Oh, this movie uh, is, yeah, it is hot today. It takes place on the hottest day of the year, specifically. It is hot. It is too damn hot. (laughs) All right. What ethnicities are represented in this movie? Fuck! (laughs) And for every ethnicity or race that you list, I'll give you a quarter point. Which almost implies there's many. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. How specific are we getting? Because is it... it, I'm assuming that if I say... Think about it in White, terms of black, Hispanic. That's not going to cut it, right? Yeah, think I'll about say it those in terms three. of like ethnicities you'd find in New York. Okay. Uh so gotta go Puerto Rican specifically. Um, let's go Italian. Let's go um, Greek. Now, the African-American diaspora is so broad. I'll say African-American for the hope of points, and then I'll try to get a little bit more specific. Jamaican, Nigerian, and I'm sure there are more that I'm forgetting. I'm going to say there's one Chinese guy. (laughs) Scratch that. The world was afraid of Chinese men at the time. There's one Chinese lady. All right. And I know there are more, but I'm not going to put labels on people. I don't see. What if I just said I don't see color? How fucked up would that be? Like me unlearning an entire life's worth of lessons to say something like that. Especially after all the movies we've been watching recently. You're like, Yeah, if I was like, no, I don't see color. We all live the same lives. The reason we would call this... Ethan Wesley do better is because we're just doing better. There's nothing. There's no I pattern in these movies. <laughs> I feel good. You feel good. There's these no... weren't selected for <laughs> for any sort of. Ethan and Wes are watching too many white people movies, and have watched maybe one black directed film for the entire two years they've been running a show together. <laughs> Uh, what problem does Buggin' Out have with Saul's Buggin Wall of Fame? Yeah, Saul's Wall of Fame. Sal. Sal. It's uh, fucking with the vibe of the street. And soon we're not going to have enough room on it for more shit. I went to a comedy show last night, and the warm-up act said fuck so many times that I'm like, I think I'm just going to stop saying it because the frequency with which he had used it, I was like, the word is devoid of all meaning and now actively takes away from my enjoyment of the jokes. I didn't know they had stand up in uh, Disney World. I know, especially so vulgar. It's so blue. 
What is it that Radio Rahim is known for? Um, he's a big personality on the street, and he likes to bring in everybody he can find for interviews. Does man on the street interview? He does. He does jaywalking. <laughs> He called it Radio Raheem walking, but it wasn't quite as catchy. And then Jay Leto just whitewashed him. Would you be surprised? Yes. Jay's an ally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, multiple choice. Which is not something Mookie does during the movie? A, go on a radio program. Mm. B, deliver pizzas. C, give Smiley some money. Or D, strangle Pino Sal's son for being a racist. Uh, he's n- he's never given Smiley any money. Okay. Why do we see the police for the first time in the movie? Police. <laughs> Why do we see the police for the first time in the movie? <laughs> A, Radio Rahim beats up a group of Puerto Rican young men. Okay, that could be a thing to be known for. B, Pino pulls a gun on Smiley. Mm. C, a group of kids are making a commotion outside of Sal's. Or D, some some folks open up a fire hydrant. Fire hydrant. Cops want to stop people from having a good time. Okay. Who does Sweet Dick Willie claim he could beat up? These names are awesome. A, Mike Tyson. B, mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. C, Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> Who couldn't? Or, or D, Malcolm X. Uh, I'll go... I'll go Muhammad Ali. Okay. Who throws the trash can? A. Mookie. B. Radio Rahim. C. Pino or D. Smiley. I'll go with Radio Rahim. Okay. Extra credit. I like extra credit. I usually get it wrong, but it makes me feel good. What happens after the trash can is thrown? Oh, the only thing that can happen after a trash can is thrown, and it's a huge fight. It is a giant brawl. Borderline race war happens when you throw a trash can. That's what Boondocks taught me. It was a chair in the Boondocks, I think, but still. And of course the Boondocks, I'm assuming that because I assume the Boondocks would reference this movie. <laughs> yes, I was actually reading that the Boondocks uh, referenced it. You ever seen that show? I've not. I told you last spring that I was going to watch it, but I still haven't gotten around to it yet. It's mm. on. It's queued up on my HBO Max. I just got to have patience with myself. I just got to like myself first. <laughs> That's true. I'm working on me. We, we just had too much. <laughs> We're doing better. Is it because it's too good? Is it because it's quality content and you need more garbage down your funnel while we watch better <laughs> movies? I need the garbage. I need enough garbage to stand on so I can reach for something better. <laughs> There's a ladder under the garbage, but Wes insists he needs more garbage. 
What does Demayer buy mother sister? A, a can of beer. B, flowers. C, a new Sunday hat. Or D, a broom. A hat. Ethan's crushing his balls right now. (laughs) You're wondering what that sound is. Every time I get an answer wrong, uh, we've actually stopped scoring the show. Every time I get an answer wrong, the vice on my testicles is tightened by Wesley. <laughs> the zip tie I have wrapped around your scrotum. Mm-hmm. There's a, <laughs> it's radio controlled in case anyone. <laughs> is that why he's called Radio Rahib? Because <laughs> he has the radio control for my testicle vice? Fight the power. Uh, true or false? <laughs> Sal is in love with Mookie's sister. Who isn't Sal in love with? True. He's got a crush on everyone. Mookie. I have a crush on every boy! <laughs> Shout out to Strong Bad. <laughs> Mookie and Sal make amends at the end of the movie. True? I like to think that, that Spike Lee believes in, in some sort of uh, forgiveness. Ethan likes to believe that one day all the children of the world will hold hands hands. and sing a song of peace. (laughs) Smiley hangs a picture (laughs) of a black Jesus on Sal's wall of fame. True or false? Yeah, true. That'll start a fight. True or false? Sonny, the Korean store owner. Oh! (laughs) You said it Chinese, so you don't get it. <laughs> I said a Chinese. <laughs> I said a Chinese. That was it. That was supposed to be Italian, it which I guess like is worse. <laughs> which I, I was gonna say, I guess is worse because I'm not Italian. <laughs> I am Chinese. True or false? Sunny, the Korean store owner, claims to be black. Look. Asian people have been doing this in the United States for too long. <laughs> Absolutely true. We love to claim to be black if it makes us cool. We hate to claim to be black if it comes with any sort of repercussions whatsoever. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am saying we because I have made that mistake. True or false, bugging out gets everyone on the street to boycott sales. Uh... Oh, it's so tight. Um, false. Because you used an absolute statement. And because Ethan's realized that he said true four times in a row. <laughs> I love when we call each other out for doing that. Because I never noticed, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like it's something subconscious. <laughs> We just like when stuff happens. We like to believe our friend. Why would you lie to me? Why would you tell me something that's blatantly false? After the fire, the only thing left standing is Radio Rahim's seemingly unscathed radio. False. It's his body. Okay. All right. Time for the screen grab. All right, my phone is dead, so I have to use my computer. You are messaging from your personal account, Ethan Jesse. 
let's see if I can do. Remember, I remember when I used to feel weird about giving out my full name on the show, and now I feel weird not doing it. I still don't know if I have or not. Uh, I've done it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> do you do that? Th- Why haven't you done that thing that teachers do yet, which is change your name on social media platforms so that children can't find you? Because you don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like everyone does it. Not everyone does. Brandy hasn't done it. And it's because... I was going to say, Brandy's the only one I know that hasn't... The only other person I know that hasn't done it. Tech-savvy people literally can just set their settings so that people who don't have any mutual friends with you can't find you on social media. (laughs) Right. That seems so much easier. And that's like most like friend-based social media. But on Twitter, you just lock your account. Or you are like me and you just have an account that doesn't lend itself to your full name Mm -hmm. or the other thing you do with your account this really cool thing which i would honestly recommend for everyone don't update it my account your facebook account oh yeah my facebook yeah hey this is the picture that's in the museum i couldn't possibly tell you what it is though (laughs) (laughs) i was like should i change it he's already mentioned the love hate uh, yeah, but I, but the thing is, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, but this is Radio Rahim with his love hate. What are Wes? What are they called? It's been bothering me the whole time. What do you? What would you call these? Because they're not rings. They're like brass knuckles, but they're not brass knuckles. Um, knucklets? <laughs> I'm gonna go with knucklets. I don't know. I think they're just called brass knuckles. Okay. I mean, they would do the same thing as brass knuckles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, it's Radio Raheem with the love hate brass knuckles standing in front of, let's say, his house. This is he I'm going to say he's talking to someone who is currently pointing a camera at him. So he's addressing the screen directly. Um, And I'll also assume because you've mentioned it multiple times uh, over the course of this episode, he's saying something to the effect of fight the power. (laughs) Um, but he's basically just trying to hype it up and talk about his neighborhood. Life has equal parts love and hate. This is also in New York City. I'll I'm not giving you points. <laughs> I'll assume the Bronx. I'll assume the Bronx specifically. Look at this motherfucker. He doesn't know his New York neighborhoods. No, I don't. I've been there twice. <laughs> I've been there twice. I took the subway. I got lost. (laughs) And yes, I did go to the city walk. It's beautiful. (laughs) Skywalk? Whatever it's called. It's nice. (laughs) 
All right, that is the end of the do the right thing quiz. That's it. But what if we just end <laughs> it? <laughs> Does this show suck? Ah, <laughs> uh, where's the fucking script? Well, everybody, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to another episode of the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan twenty seven point two five. And Wesley, 43.25. Follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It, where I post the screenshot every week. And sometimes we get a little couple funny jabs in there. On Twitter, you can follow me at Powerful Goose or on Letterboxd at eGeese. You can follow Wesley on either platform at Baby Wesley. And remember, watch the next season of The Bachelorette with Wendy Cock. Hey, it's me. It's Wendy Cock. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. And don't forget, you have to rent this movie because it's not on HBO Max and Netflix is dead. Bye. Bye.